not enough. Clearly. I want enough syrup that I get a yeast infection. Uh. <laughs> oh my Full lord. Full transparency. What did my mother send me? Oh, she nothing. Um What was I gonna say? I also really want to talk about all the stuff that Justin talked about. Me too. Justin is amazing and he's definitely gonna come on this podcast. He said he would be down. Okay, well I'll have to figure something out. I feel bad though because this is what Faith wanted to talk about and then I was like oh that's just a good idea and she's not even gonna be here I hope she doesn't get mad at me she shouldn't we ask for recommendations we do guess what happened at work yesterday something that you didn't tell me when you came I already told you but the world needs to know okay have fun okay so if you work in a little service industry and you make tips I found out that you can literally bully men into tipping you more, and this is how. Okay, so this man came in super fucking drunk, right? And he's buying a cigar, and he's, like, just being all weird and shit, so I'm, like, cutting him the cigar and everything, and, you know, they're supposed to leave a tip, and he, like, just signed his name. So I was like, uh, you're not gonna tip me? And he was like, no, I'm gonna tip you, and I was like, well, are you going to tip me a lot or what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, good. I don't. You don't look broke. You're probably not broke, right? And he was like, I'm not broke. And I was like, so how much are you going to tip me? And he was like, how much do you want? Mind you, he just bought a $20 cigar. I was like, hmm, $50. And he was like, okay, write it in for me. I was like, okay. And that is how I got tipped $50 on a $20 cigar. There is a, a girl that we work with. I'm not going to drop her name. But um, she's very good at that. And not specifically even at Shakers, just anywhere. So, like, she was telling me the other day. She was like, yeah, I got a guy to pay off my taxes for me. I was like, oh, bitch. You need to, like, do, like, a class on that. Yes. Yeah, because, like, guys will buy her stuff all the time. Because she goes, like, to a lot of, like, EDM festivals. Ooh. So, like... What was it? I think she, like, was trying to convince some guy. He was, like, talking a whole bunch of shit, and she was like, fine, if you want a chance to, like, be with me, then pay for these two outfits that I want, each of them $600. Ooh. And he did. And now she's going to Coachella in, like, a week oh or so. Oh, my God. That's like, a slay. Oh, like, as you should. For real. I am so proud of her. Literally, just make men feel broke and look beautiful, and they will pay you. <laughs> That's basically it. My thing is, I'm just, I tell them all the things that their mother never told them, and that's usually enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially with, like, the tarot readings. You get a man, you tell him what he needs to hear, and I have gotten cash thrown in my face before. Mm -hmm. But it's also just, like, my innate need to take care of people. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, and I'm just like, fuck you, give me your money, bye. See, I wish I was on that level. I'm not, (laughs) not yet, because I'm still, like, afraid. Of the repercussions. Yeah, I'm a little afraid, but it's just like, fuck it. Yeah. We ball. It just depends where you do it and who you do it to. That's true. Like those, that group of guys that came in that one time when you had first started working, we should have done that to them. For real, we fucked up. We did. But we did get free food from them. So and then they give food. you money. They just handed me $20. Yeah, like, well, I got like 100 bucks from them for no Yeah, so reason. we did get money, but we definitely could have got more. more. Like, we we fucked more. up. There was like five of them. We could have gotten a shit ton of more money. Anyways. <laughs> 
Another thing, I made $50, a $50 tip on a tour yesterday because this guy was like, do you have change for 50? And I was just like, no. And then he asked his friend, can you split this 50? And his friend was like, no. And I was like, well, you can tip me 50 if you want. And he just handed it over. I, <laughs> I was like, I yeah. Love that so much. No, it's so funny at the end of my tours. I'm like, you know, we just have to say this, but you can tip us if you want. <laughs> I'm just like, I have cash at Venmo and PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. And I love giving our boss, I'm not going to say his name, uh, tarot readings. Because, no, most days, if I'm like having a slow night, he'll just come over and give me like 60 bucks. Dang, that's a vibe. I, know. I love our boss for particular reasons. I know that you don't. It's just valid. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, we should probably start the episode. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm Caroline. <laughs> um today we want to talk about red flags in relationships Mm -hmm. uh before entering relationships and in the beginning or you know throughout the relationship um caroline how many relationships have you had um i've had two for real relationships Mm -hmm. i would say the same but i don't know neither of my relationships lasted that long like, yeah, we're not how long? Say. They both. So here's this. this is, <laughs> I think I have this curse or something. Yeah. Where <laughs> explain this bitch cursed and shit. Explain. Um, anytime I get into a relationship and I end up posting a picture of the two of us on social media, or they do within, I'm not kidding you. Every time three months, the relationship comes to an end. Damn. So it's gotten to the point where like my last connection lasted six months. Longest like connection I've ever had. And that's because I never posted that motherfucker mm-hmm. to social media. <laughs> yeah. I kept that shit under wraps. And it wasn't like a, I wasn't telling people I wasn't in, like seeing somebody or, you know, it was an open relationship, but still it was just like, wasn't on social media no because i just wanted to test the waters Mm -hmm. but you know what's funny is one of our friends posted a picture of the two of us together and then three months later yep yeah because she posted that picture in december oh i'm like i don't know what the fuck that is yeah that's a little weird it makes me sad because i want to be that bitch that shows off my partner but it you know if i have to keep it under wraps to keep them my life i guess well guess what kaylee fuck all that shit I can't wait for you to find a man's or a woman's who you're like, I'm going to show you off. I'm going to diss my man to death because I love him so much. Well, I usually do that in person anyways. I'm like, I want to live in this person's skin. Yeah, I want to crawl. I want to shrink myself and just crawl into their pocket. Oh, my God. And then I'm also like, but I need space. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? I don't I'm like, know. I don't want you around all yes. the time. Yes. But then I'm like, oh. But then I'm like, what? Like, I'd live up your asshole if I could. But like... <laughs> 
every other day. That's just stanky. Not the people I fuck with. Oh, good. Please. Inside, though? Even then. I feel like people I fucked with take care of themselves pretty well. But, like, it, you can, but, like, isn't yeah, it but just, just stinky like, in your not butthole? That, not that long ago, I... Never mind. <laughs> oh, hell <laughs> Listen, I feel like the inside of your asshole really doesn't smell unless you've just taken a shit. Okay, that does make sense. Yeah, from, like... <laughs> like personal experiences um that makes it sound like i've been shoving my fingers up my I'm asshole. like have you put I'm, your nose no. in someone's booty hole girl i've eaten ass <laughs> more times than i can count yeah men women non-binary if you want it i'll do it as long as mm-hmm. you're clean <laughs> Jesus Christ. you're acting like you haven't that. heard these things before <laughs> Ew. Okay, so before I said I was in two relationships, but it's actually three. The first one was just so traumatizing, I forgot about it. I know which one you're talking about. Oh, that was like a high school thing. Yeah. Wow, y'all. I was scared for my life. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. Do you want to get into that? Oh, my Lord. We don't have to if you don't want to. No, we can get into it at this point. Why not? Floor is yours. Go for it. (sighs) Okay, guys. Red flags. You know... I'm the type of bitch in the past who mm-hmm. saw red flags and was like, oh, I'll help them. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Nah. If I see one or two red flags, I am out flag on the play, foul, touchdown. I don't know how I true that know. is. And we can talk about that after the podcast. <gasps> She's coming at me. I don't know, because, you know, you and I have had some conversations recently about uh, certain things. Uh, you know, uh, when I serenaded you with that music, remember why I was serenading you? In my room? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) um, my past relationships have all... My first one, I was in high school. It was like a year long. And then my second relationship was like nine months long. Mm -hmm. And my third relationship was like eight months long. Mm -hmm. Did you want to talk about the first one? So the first one, it was just, you know, a high school thing. I was a freshman, and there was this junior boy who was, like, kind of cute, and, like, he liked me. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. I think it should be banned for seniors to fuck with freshmen. Well, he was a junior. A girl that don't make me no difference. Okay. Yeah. I hate that shit. Me too. Like, looking back at it, I'm like, ooh. You're 14, he's, what, fucking 17? Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. Those are fighting words. Anyways, continue. <laughs> so I feel like back in the day, looking at back at my little self and perspective, you know, it's just super new, super exciting. You've never been in a relationship before. So you're just like, oh, I like this crazy ass bitch. But it's like, bitch, why? Anyways, so when we were dating, like it was fine. He gave me princess treatment, which mm-hmm. is like, obviously, I love that. Mm-hmm. He just bought me whatever I want. Mm. Like, literally, I, when I was with him, I did not spend one dollar. Like, man's probably spent like. I don't even know how he got this money, but like thousands and thousands of dollars on me. Mm-hmm. So that was a vibe, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was at first in the beginning of the relationship. It was just all new. You know, you're getting to know someone. You're not necessarily talking about the red flags or diving into those type of things. Right. So it's kind of like the song by Drake into deep. Uh. You're in there, like, swimwear, and then you're like, damn, this person's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. But you have to just decide, do I want to rock with it or not? Nah? So 
I rocked with it for a minute. So the things that this dude would do is like he was just super jealous, Mm -hmm. super possessive. Right. To a point that like if I was trying to hang out with my girls that had boyfriends, he wouldn't let me hang out with them because there was boys there. He was one of those. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like if a guy looked at me, he would get mad at me thinking Mm -hmm. it was like my fault. Right. Um... What else did he do? He was just got... I just always think about that car story you told me about. Oh, my God, yeah. I'll get into that. Mm. So, basically, I broke up with this man because he was just being literally crazy, like, telling me I couldn't go anywhere because there was guys outside. So, I decided to break up with him, and this man literally started to fucking spiral, y'all. I was scared for my life. I'm not even kidding you. Like, my friends were kind of all fake as hell when I look back at it in high school. Mm -hmm. And they were friends with both of us. And, like, everyone knew that this dude was literally, like, going fucking crazy. Like, he just started acting up, buying, like, super expensive cars that he didn't have money for. Like, drinking to a point that he was, like, pissing himself every night. Oh, fuck. Yes. And we were in high school. And, um... My friends would literally, like, get in his car after school because he was, like, going to be on some crazy timing. And they would ba- he would basically just, like, scream at them about me. And then my friends would come back to me and be like, this is what he's saying. And I'm like, oh, hell nah. So I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to talk to this kid. He is literally not okay. Mm-hmm. So I was just, like, I started talking to him again. I was just like, you need to, like, calm down. We are in high school. It's not that serious. But that is not how he felt. So I decided to stop talking to him again because it was not healthy for either one of us. And I was just, you know, chilling in my house one day. And man literally pulls up in his car after I did not invite him over. And he texted me. He's like, you need to get outside right now. I was like, no, I'm not coming outside. I don't want to speak to you. And, like, I had a bunch of my stuff at his house. So he was like, I have all your shit in my car. And if you don't come outside right now, I'm going to put it in your front lawn and set it on fire. I was, like, 16. So I was like, oh. Like, my parents are home. I'm like, oh, my God. My ass would have been like, I dare you. Yeah. I dare you. I should have. I was scared. So, like, I went out there and... We lived right around the corner from this park that had like a river Mm -hmm. right there. So he pulls up in front of this river and he's just like literally screaming in my face, like spitting on me, going fucking insane. At one point, he's pounding his steering wheel so hard that like I'm scared that the airbag is literally going to go off on him. So I'm just literally sitting there not saying anything. And he starts screaming. He's like, if I can't have you, no one can. Man starts his car and starts driving towards the river. I was like, oh, hell no. He's literally about to kill us. So I had to jump out of his car and walk my ass home. And that was the time I was scared for my life. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's unfortunate, like how many other women not even just women because you know it's not specified by gender but women definitely have had a lot of stories like that and i don't know there's like every woman has a story like that which is really unfortunate for real and that is not even the only one i've had i know baby (sighs) i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) it's weird it is also this man did something so horrible 
What? I don't even want to say. You don't have to. I don't know if I want to know. You don't want to know. Do I know? I think so. We'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, because not everything needs to go on the podcast. Yeah, I think people would just be like, I think people would slander his name. Well, I mean, valid. Yeah. All the more reason to. For real. But it's up to you, obviously. Um, I can luckily say that I haven't had any experiences like that, but I definitely have been like psychologically traumatized to the point where it's just like, I don't remember the majority of that relationship. Because mm-hmm. uh, my brain likes to do that thing as a coping mechanism where it just forgets things that have happened if they cause me a lot of stress. Yep, it represses them. Yeah. Um, which was like <clears throat> my first like real public relationship. And everybody like, I feel like ever since TikTok became a thing, people like to like use the word gaslight just for funsies. And I'm like, Oh, y'all have never actually been gaslit to the point where you were going to check yourself into Rogers because you thought you were fucking insane. And that was me. Damn. Yeah. Um, I mean, my OCD, because I have OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder, and it is different for everybody. I feel like mine is a lot better since that period of my life. But um, mine is more of like intrusive thoughts, and it can definitely send people into spirals, as it did with me. Um, and I was in a very unhealthy place anyways before getting into this relationship because of a previous relationship. Um, but yeah, it was just bad. And it, it got to a point where um, any time that I was like bringing up like legitimate issues, which is something I want to talk about with like red flags, um, they made it seem like it was like my fault or like that nothing was actually happening. And like I said, I really can't remember most of it. Um, but I do remember, and this is the part when I talk about it with anybody, they're just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah. Um, well, halfway through the relationship, they asked to be in an open relationship. So when I say I've never had a monogamous relationship, I mean that shit. Um, and that caused a lot of tension between us. And they were talking to their ex the entire time we were together. And um, that was one of my issues. I was like, you know, I remember bringing this up. It was so fucked up. Um and never bothered me because I'm a pretty fucking secure person, you know? Like, I'm like, you know, if it didn't work out between you romantically, doesn't mean you can't be friends. Like, that shit doesn't really bother me in certain aspects. But it was the fact that they talked every single day. Every day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know how I feel about that one. And then we were sitting in their dorm room. And I remember we were, like, trying to watch something on Netflix with their Xbox. And I saw that their ex still had a profile on their Xbox. And I was like, oh, no, I don't like that. And that night I was going home because they lived in Madison. And so I was going home back to Milwaukee. And um, I remember telling them, I was like, hey, just so you know, like, and they had gaslit me so much to believe that all of our issues were because of my mental health. And so I remember bringing it up to them before I left. I was like, hey, like, it might be because of my anxiety, but like, it really makes me uncomfortable that you talk to your ex every single day. And I was like, but I'm not going to make you stop, you know, because I was extremely codependent and I didn't want to lose this relationship. And I remember them looking me dead in my eyes and they're like, well, good, because I'm not going to. And I was like, and then I apologized afterwards. Mm. Yeah. So that was just like one of the things. (laughs) That was one of the things that uh, caused a lot of issues between us. And then when we were breaking up, because, you know, it all went to shit, I remember talking to them and they had like been saying so many things and like um prior to breaking up they were like they came to me one day and they're like you know i don't think i could ever love you more than i love like a friend or a family member and i was like you literally a month into us seeing each other told me you loved me Mm -hmm. 
like i love you not like some bullshit and i just like i remember in the heat of the moment being like this feels really early and i'm a codependent ass bitch at this time so like you know i i was like you know for me to see that this is early that says something um and so i brought that up to them i was like you know you say all this shit and you're like about how like i'm the one that's like projecting my feelings onto you and like i have more feelings for you than you do for me but you're the one that said i love you first you want to know what they said no i didn't (laughs) Is that what he said? Oh, hell no. They're like, well, I was drunk when I said that. (gasps) (laughs) I remember feeling like a piece of me died. I was like. Wait, did they continue to say it after they were supposedly drunk? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Drunk words or sober thoughts. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Which is, I, I, again, I blacked a lot of that out. I just remember like going into psychosis i was like oh i'm not okay (laughs) i'm like i'm fucking spiraling and i remember like putting my phone down or whatever and anyways that was like the conversation we had when we were breaking up and um they wanted to keep being friends afterwards though i'm like okay like i'm gonna need some space like whatever but they were like no like i feel like we should keep talking like i don't want to be friend like not be friends with you and i'm just like like can i get like a week bro like you literally just like ripped my heart out of my chest and shoved it back down my throat i'm like let's just take some space and then they reached out to me within like a week and then we kept talking for like three months until three months went by and i was like i don't feel like i'm getting over this person i'm like well it's probably because they're a part of every single day of my life and this was also during quarantine so like i was already mentally ill everybody was mentally ill and i couldn't check into rogers because of quarantine and so um by like the end of July, I texted and I was like, hey, I can't talk to you anymore. And they're like, I wasn't expecting this. I thought we were on great terms. I'm like, I can't move on. <laughs> we still talk every day. And I, it feels like nothing has changed yet. Everything has changed. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember reaching out to them like a couple months later. I was like, I need closure. I have some questions about things. And um, sorry. Um. I still have those messages saved and I saved those messages because I was afraid they're going to gaslight me in the future so that they could never do that again. But, That's um, sad. You know, you've been gaslit when you literally saved the receipt so you can send it to them, but they'll still be like, that wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, scroll up, babe. Scroll yeah. up. Cause I have it all saved. I took screenshots and everything and I told a whole bunch of people cause I was like so afraid that they were going to try and tr- um, throw shit back in my face yeah. again. Um, but it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. We went to therapy. We're working through our trauma. Um, but that was one of my traumatic relationships. <laughs> and um, that was going to lead me into some of the right of flags that I wanted to mention. Um, like I said, the whole entire gaslighting thing. Oh, also, while we were together, the whole entire still being in contact with their most recent ex. I feel like that's more of a red flag than just like a random ex from the past. Mm-hmm. Cause why are you still talking to that bitch for real? And like, again, I'm a very secure person. If it's like, you know, we hit each other up once in a while. It's just very casual, cordial, whatever. That doesn't really bother me. It's more so not that I'm friends with any of my exes besides like one. Um, but if it's like a constant communication, like they are a part of your daily routine, like talking to them, I'm going to, I don't know if I want to partake in anything with you. No, it seems like this man was just trying to lead everyone on because think he talked to his ex every day and then you were his ex who he also talked to every day. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. 
yeah no i, I definitely mm-hmm. bogus oh absolutely and then one of the issues that i had was that they kept pictures of their ex on their instagram while we were together and i remember like again secure person mm-hmm. i was like but this kind of seems sus like i'm at the top of your instagram and she's only from like a couple months ago and she's yeah. still on there like, do you not know where the delete button is? Right. Do you need help? You even got like, archive that Literally, shit. Literally, I'm like, bestie. And then made it, like, seem like I was just insecure for not liking that. Yeah. Some bullshit. So, if they still have pictures up with their ex, if they still talk to their ex, they're not over their ex. And you should get the fuck out of that situation. Um, And then also, yeah, the gaslighting. So, trying to make your legitimate concern seem unreasonable. Baby, can't nobody see you on mistake. <laughs> just a little touch up. My eyelash is poking me. Take it off. I don't want to. Oh, you have work later, don't you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it feels so good when you itch it. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? That's what she said. <laughs> We've talked about that before. Um, also, one of the things that I've seen in both my like most recent connection and that first connection was um for whatever reason people like to direct their anger at me a lot to the point where it like becomes concerning and it's never something about me it's like they'll be going through some sort of shit and then somehow turn it back so it's my fault you know what i mean they are projecting onto you and they feel it's sad when people take kindness as weakness this happens to me a lot like just because i'm gonna sit here and listen to you and support you and respect you doesn't mean i'm your punching bag oh my god like bestie if you're feeling some type of way about something i'm sorry let's try to tackle it together but don't fucking tackle me right that's what i'm saying that's what i had to like keep explaining to like my last whatever Mm -hmm. i just had to tell him i was like I want to be the person that helps you with your anger. I don't want to be the person you direct your anger at. And like it was it just didn't click ever. And which is why I'm such like that bitch like the second I start to like see something in regards to anger, I dip the fuck out. I'm like I'm not going to I'm not dealing with that. People are fucking crazy. Um what else? Oh yeah, just like the whole entire yeah, the anger thing was always really concerning and I never understood it. Like there was um a time it feels so weird to talk about this but there was a time with like the recent person where um i woke up one morning i hope that they don't listen to this i woke up one morning and they like hopped out of bed because like they were late to go do something and um i was like you know you can start like leaving clothes here if you need to like it wasn't like a oh like let's leave clothes at a no it was like you live all the way in fucking like fucking waukesha and having to drive back and forth and do all that when you work like 10 minutes from me you might as well just start leaving clothes here so you don't have to like rush around and do crazy shit and i remember them just like looking at me they're like why would i do that like why would you even ask that of me like that's a really dumb thing to like even suggest and i remember just looking at them like what the fuck i was like look i was like where am i in the wrong for trying to help you i'm like it's not that deep bestie like i was just trying to help you i remember looking at them, i was like what are you what are you talking about? And they were just mad. They're like, I just don't understand why you would even think that that's an okay thing to ask me. And I'm just like, I, I remember looking, I was like, do you want to be with me? Like, mm-hmm. cause this feels like a, a weird thing where you're just like projecting that you don't want something to happen between us or whatever. And they're like, I didn't say that. And I'm like, you're essentially saying that like the idea of you leaving anything here, like disgusts you. Like you're here every other fucking weekend 
not even you're here every other fucking day so excuse me for thinking that you want to leave shit here yeah and then they left and then i text them later i was like i've told you this before i'm not the bitch that you direct your anger at and i'm not going to keep dealing with it and they never learned never and this is why you dump their ass be careful because i think that they might listen to this why i don't know everybody wants me to be angry i don't i feel like you should be however you want sexy <laughs> uh i don't know it's still working through it mm-hmm. that's the thing and anytime i tell people about how i was treated they get angry and i get it but i just don't have the place for anger because i was angry the entire time mm-hmm. and it's just relief like i was miserable for six months you know um so how'd you finally decide after six months that you wanted to end things um there were other people that like i had feelings for and like i was we were in an open relationship you know but it was if you can even call it a relationship let's be honest um it was the fact that i had like hooked up with a guy and then the day afterwards he wrote me a poem and i'm like he's like that pussy is delicious okay he didn't say all that titties are spectacular he didn't say that it was he was just being very nice (laughs) And I was just like, I shouldn't be receiving these things from someone who doesn't fucking know me versus a person who claims to be my partner. You know, like, I don't need you to put the fucking moon and stars in the sky, but like, shit, like, they, this was a person that I loved before we even got together. And it became an issue where they never wanted me to tell them that I loved them. And they never wanted to say it back. And they didn't want me to tell them that I missed them or to say that back. Um... They took a lot of issue with, like, me calling them pet names. They didn't want me to do that either. And I'm just like, why do you want to be called my partner if we're not doing partner shit? Mm -hmm. I'm like, you are legitimately just wasting my time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm just wasting yours. And we did that shit for six months. And it's not that I didn't love them or that I don't still hold love for them because I do. But it's just like, I was not happy. I didn't feel like I was in a relationship. I just felt like I put a weird title on something with someone who didn't even want to be with me. Um, But yeah, so it was that poem was like honestly a turning page. And then the fact that I had feelings for other people, two people in specific. And um, then I thought about my parents and I thought, (laughs) why are you laughing? I just thought of something funny. I'm sorry. Is it about that person? <laughs> yeah. What? Nothing. No, what? Okay, I don't know. I'll tell you later. What? <laughs> no, just say it. No. Okay. What about your parents? Well, I don't want to put my parents shit out there, but like, it was really a way of honoring my mother um, because I feel like with their relationship and how everything's been within the past couple of years, I'm like, I don't. I want to be able to do something for my mom that I feel like she can't do for herself. And that means leaving a relationship she's not happy in. And I didn't, Jesus fucking Christ. Why is everybody calling me today? Um, And I didn't want to wait another six months or try and convince myself that things were going to change when they weren't changing. And um, I did it for her. Um, Because, you know, I, that woman is everything to me and i'm her daughter so it's like it's so hard to like do a vice versa like to try and do things that your parents have done for you so i'm like i want to live my life in the way that i know that she hasn't been able to and if that means leaving a relationship that 
I'm not satisfied by that I'm going to. Um, so yeah, I did. And then there was that, I don't know if I even told you, there was that one time when I had called her and I was telling her about all the shit that was going down and she started crying. Mm-hmm. Well, what you said was rude as hell. I didn't like him from that point forward. Yeah. It was, um, he didn't know how to handle my mental health. Like he thought that I was just being lazy. Like he never liked the fact that I didn't get up at like seven o'clock in the morning when he did. And I'm like, well, first of all, I work third shift and I have for like the past year. And, um, second of all, I'm not that bitch. Have not been that bitch. Doesn't mean I can't be, but that's just not me right now. And also the whole entire transition, like of where I was in my life, it was just, my depression was a, a thing. And so, yeah, I slept in more than he did and he just couldn't handle it. And he would really throw that back in my face a lot. Just like made me feel shitty for um, not doing and being what he was. And I remember calling my mom and telling her about that. And she broke down. She was like, again, I don't really want to talk about my parents' relationships. But that was like, you made my mom cry. Like, that's a whole different thing. Like, and I knew from the jump of that situation that I wasn't happy. Um, but that was really like a turning page where I was like, okay, if my mom can cry about something. And it was like one, cause it was mirroring a situation that she had been in, but also because she loves me and she hated the idea of me being in pain like that. I was like, I can't, you know, look at things the same way. And I think a week or so after that, I tried to break things off with them. And then a week later, they were calling me their partner. I was just like, you just want your cake and to eat it too. And you can't mm-hmm. have that. But um, I loved them. So I tried to stick it out to see if things were going to change. And they didn't. And I'm not mad. You know, I'm grateful for what it was when it happened. And they provided me with things that, you know, I hadn't experienced before in past relationships. And I think that was the main reason why they came into my life. Because there are certain expectations that I needed to raise when it came to future partners. And I think that they were showing me certain things that I need in relationships. Like how I need to be in a monogamous relationship. Mm. <laughs> it's funny because when Justin came over and was talking to me the other night, he was like, because I told him about, you know, everything. And he was like, you know, I can like sense that on you from a mile away. He was like, you've always been the type that needs to be in a strong monogamous relationship. I was like, Justin, you even know me. How do you know that? He was like, I, I can literally, I can smell it on you. Like it's your whole vibe. He's like, you need a secure relationship and you being in open things, whatever. I can tell it's not satisfying you. I was like, (laughs) I don't want to talk about this at work, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a learning lesson. I don't really take situations like that is a negative anymore that's so valid i feel like a lot of the times like even me in the previous episodes i'll be like oh that was a failed relationship but it really isn't never a failed relationship it helps you understand and grow and it helps you realize what you want and what you don't want in future relationships Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that's they're all beneficial i'm so much i don't fuck with like the whole entire like twin flame you know things like that like tiktok rhetoric but i do believe in the idea of soulmates in the sense of people coming to your life for specific reasons and so any person that i've loved or any person that i've had an intimate connection with they were part of my life for a reason i've learned something in every connection that i've been in so i can't see it as like a failed relationship or non-beneficial because it always has been mm-hmm. I would not be the fucking person that I am today had I not gone through my first relationship. I'm 100% believe that. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, I can't, I can be mad at how they were treated, how they treated me, but I'm never mad at like, I don't hold the anger in the way that people, when they hear the word mad, mm-hmm. think. Yeah, it's not like, oh my God, why did I do that? I wasted my time. Right. It's just like, okay, I did that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for me, mm-hmm. but I'm going to respect myself to hold a safe space to acknowledge that that happened and not sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I should not have done that because you did mm-hmm. and it's fine. Yeah. But it's over now. Exactly. It's like, I can't, I can't change what happened. Mm-hmm. I, so I just have to accept it for what it was. And I do. I feel like a lot of times people forget that, like, l- your life is a long-ass story. Mm-hmm. So it's like, just because this is your life right now doesn't necessarily mean that's even going to be your life tomorrow. And it's okay. You don't need to stay in a certain relationship for X amount of years. You don't need to have a personality trait that's not feeding you or anyone else. If you want to just wake up the next morning and say, hey, I'm going to grow today. I'm going to change the pace of my life. That is fine. Mm -hmm. You do that, bestie. That's something I have to tell a lot of people that I give tarot readings and something I've been living by for quite some time now is that life is too fucking short to be Mm -hmm. miserable. Like, if you can change your circumstances, change them. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, part of the reason why I ended that situation because... Life is too short to be fucking miserable, and I was miserable. Exactly. If you don't like it, I know it's scary sometimes to leave because it's the unknown, but if you're, like, forcing yourself to be in situations that you know bring you down every single day, you're doing a disservice to yourself by staying in these situations. Preach. Yes. I almost said amen. Girl, you almost took me to church. <laughs> um, anyways, what other red flags? One of the ones that I thought was... um interesting at least for guys i know that if a guy likes you he's going to talk about you to your friends and so if there comes a situation where like you happen to be around them like you're all hanging out in a group and they don't know who the fuck you are (laughs) baby you ain't been talked about that much uh because it's funny because guys listen women pay attention and you know i like to pay attention and i feel like you can always tell if a guy likes you because if you're out and like he's out with his friends his friends will leave him alone so that he has time to be with you and if that doesn't happen well oh that's just my two cents on that yeah so like in what do you, like do you mean like if you're walking if you're with him and his friends and you're like walking in a group together <clears throat> instead of like you not walking right next to his friends his friends would let you to be in the back yeah that type of shit. Hands and shit or like you are at a bar and they're at a bar Lorenzo just picked up his microphone no, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> um if you're like at a bar and they happen to be there too and like they're all hanging out together but the second they see you walk up they find an excuse to go away so that the two of you can talk mm. I feel like that's a sure sign that at mm-hmm. least he's talked about you in some sort of aspect but now I'm nervous because Lorenzo picked up his microphone <laughs> well I was just gonna ask for like what would you guys? What are you guys' opinions on the complete opposite, where you start talking to somebody, right, mm-hmm. and you're getting really into it, and it's looking like things are going in a positive direction, mm-hmm. um, and then you notice that he, the amount of times he was hanging out with his friends, decreases drastically, to where he's, he or she, whoever, only hanging out with you now, and and they start like kind of dissing their friends so what would you say when it comes to that unhealthy i feel like that can i don't know because 
I feel like that's something that always kind of happens like in the beginning of a like rela- relationship because like you're just so into a person that you want to spend all your time with them. But if it's like a consistent thing throughout the entirety of like you get past like the honeymoon phase and they're still doing that, I would be concerned because like I like to go out with my girls. I want you to feel independent enough to go out with your friends and like, sure, shoot me a text if you need to. But like, I'm not your keeper. Like, I'm not even a person that like, feels like i need to like send you my location that you need to give me yours like i'm not if that makes you feel safe i'll do it Mm -hmm. but if it's coming from a place of oh i don't trust you then that's so true but yeah that's one of the other things i want to talk about was like the difference between um codependency and quality time exactly i was gonna say if somebody like literally switches up their whole entire life only to hang out with you they clearly have a codependency issue Mm -hmm. And that's honestly not good. And I, I have been that bitch Me before. Me too. Like, I, my first relationship in high school, I caught every single one of my friends off. And I was, like, only hanging out with this man. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, Kaylee, what Kaylee was saying about, like, at first, it's, like, obviously you do want to spend more time with them. Because it's, like, your friend group, you've been friends with them for a minute. So, like, yes, it's still cool to hang out with them. But you're learning about someone new that you're, mm-hmm. like, oh, I just genuinely want to spend time with you. Yeah. But I don't think that you should make that person your whole entire life. Right. And it's... Um, I think I was in a lucky position because in my first relationship, I met my partner through my friends. Mm -hmm. So we had the same friend group when we were hanging out, we were all together, but I definitely was like, I'm spending the day with my partner today and we'll see each other later tonight. You know, like you still make time for those intimate relationships because those people are going to be with me. Those are my ride or dies. So regardless of how this fucking situation ends, I still got these bitches and I'm not going to sacrifice that relationship for something. Yeah. Like who's going to be at your funeral? Who's going to be holding my hand when this person might inevitably break my heart? Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be the person. Right. So I think if you're sacrificing, especially long-term friendships for uh, like an intimate connection, you know, that might be a bit of a red flag. So that's my two cents on that. Life is all about balance, honestly. It it's is. It's hard as hell, but really balanced. And I'm, listen, listen. I don't mind a little bit of codependency. I want you to be obsessed with me Mm because like, like I said, I want to live in your skin. Like if I'm that into you, like put me in your pocket, take me everywhere type Mm -hmm. shit. But it's also, there's a certain level where it gets fucking weird. Mm -hmm. Like I can say all these things that don't mean I mean it. I just like to be dramatic, (laughs) you know, but it's like, I don't know if you're here nine days out of the fucking week when there's only seven days in a week <laughs> i'm gonna be concerned like you ain't gotta go home and take a shower you ain't got pets at home that need to be taken mm-hmm. care of how's your mom and dad doing do you know like why do i know more than you do you know um but i am like i'm territorial mm-hmm. i'm territorial as fuck give me the chance i ain't had the chance but give me the chance and um i don't know that's a i can't tell if that's a green or red flag for me being territorial I think it's, like, good to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Not to an extent that's, like, you can't go out because there's other guys outside. Right. If it's, like, this is my boo, and you walk in a room, and everyone knows that's your boo because you're holding hands. And, like, obviously, you can talk to other guys. He he can talk to other women, but it's not like they're, like, flirting. It's, Mm -hmm. like, you're respecting your relationship, but at the same time, it's not like, oh, you can't talk to anyone else. It's, like. Yeah, I like that mindset. Maybe this is just, listen a bitch has daddy issues i'm sure it has to tie in with this but i like that mindset of like um when guys are like oh my girlfriend can wear whatever she wants because i can fight i'm like (laughs) 
that's the type of shit I'm trying to hear. For real. Or like when you wear some slutty shit and it's like they don't care because who are you going home with? Thank you. I'm Damn. going home with you. Yeah, so I'm like, why does it, like, it, you should be happy I look sexy as hell so all these other people can be like, oh, damn. And guess whose hand I'm holding? Right. Guess who I'm out here with? Mm-hmm. I'm not dressing slutty for nobody else but you, baby. Like, exactly. I want you to have that constant, like, see my titties all the time. They're for you, not for nobody else. Just, sorry. Okay, I need to just turn my fucking phone off. You can keep talking. Wah, 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 wah. She give me what I wanna. Um, no, but I do like territorialness. Like the there was one guy I told you, the whole entire like throat grabbing shit. I was like, <laughs> I was like, people like this are real. And he was like, Oh, I'm gonna grab your throat in front of your friends. I was like, As long as you tell them what's up and they don't think it's anything else, sure. What if I would have to swing on his ass? I'd be like, oh, what? I'm like, everybody needs to know the context behind this <laughs> yeah. before you do it, but like, I'm all for it. <laughs> if I was just chilling with you two, we're all just hanging out, having a good time, and man just chokes you out, yeah. I'd, I'd be like, <laughs> that's what I was uh, like, context, context. Grabbing the bat. Grabbing right. the bat. <laughs> we got, that has to be, I don't know, everybody has to be on the same page with that. But sure. Like, I want you to be like, that's my bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, I want you to show me off. I want you to be out. I'm not with you. And you're showing off pictures of me to somebody else being like, that's future wifey. Mm -hmm. Because that's what I'm doing with you. Facts. Like, you're my lock screen. Exactly. And if we're not lock screen, if we're not lock screening each other. I'm going to be concerned. It's not real. I'm going to be very concerned. And I want on the front lock screen, not the back one. I want both. I want both, but like I need you to have me on the front lock screen. Yep. And I don't know. I like it. I like it. It's cute. <laughs> me too. I like it. I like it. I love it. Okay. Um, what else? Do you want to hear a green flag? Yes. Okay. So when I was hanging out with this man and we were going sledding together. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was so cubish. Like, we were just, like, holding hands the whole time. And we were literally, like, going down these tubes, like, facing each other and, like, giving each other little kisses and, like, holding hands. And, like, so we're on the little, like, escalator thing mm -hmm. to go back up the hill. Yeah. And I'm wearing my sunglasses. Like, everybody, for some reason, just, like, loves us being together. And mm. they're like, y'all are so cute. Like... I want that shit. Yeah, girl, we are at the liquor store. This is a side store, but we were at the liquor store holding hands and this woman I've never seen before literally stopped in her trash. She was like, this is true love. <laughs> Nobody does this shit anymore. They hold hands in public. When this happened, I was just like, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> But when we went sledding together, I had these, like, sunglasses on. And we were, like, just dancing, being goofy together. Like, if you can be yourself with someone you really like, it's obviously a green flag. But I had these sunglasses on, and we were dancing too much. So they actually fell off my head, like, over this railing into snow. Mm -hmm. And... He was like, oh, my God, you just lost your glasses. I was like, I know. I'll just get it later. And he was like, uh-uh. Mans literally jumps over the fence. And he didn't realize how, like, deep the snow was on the <laughs> other side. So it went, like, all the way up to his knees. And he's, like, walking through the snow to get my sunglasses. And everybody's like, oh, he's getting her sunglasses. <laughs> then he got my sunglasses and, like, ran back up to me. That's put them so on cute. my head and jumped back over. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's your little bay that you have right now. Yeah, a little quay bay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really cute. 
Yeah, I definitely want people to look at. Okay, Lorenzo picked up his. <laughs> I don't, it just makes me nervous. No, 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 no. no. All right, keep, keep um, I just like the idea of people seeing me with my partner and being like, that's the kind of relationship I want. Yeah, because it's like. Damn, you love me out loud? <laughs> that's cute. So we're talking about red and green flags right now, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought of something. I'm sure that you guys are aware of the term the ick is. Yes. And I always find it fascinating. I always find those uh, videos fascinating when I hear what girls find. Um, gives them the ick. It gives them the ick. Do you, can you guys think of anything off the top of your head right now? <laughs> Lots of things. Gives you the ick. But I'm not talking about like... <laughs> obvious thing oh no i know i want to hear the most random do you remember you guys have with the guy from the place that we work at remember that ick i told you about that i got what happened i feel bad like i don't even want to talk about it because i feel really shitty getting an ick about oh (laughs) yes boo the tea but it really i don't know why it gave me the ick and like Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You go first. I don't want to talk about no, it. No, talk about I it. I feel shitty for getting the just ick. Just say it. The ick happens. The <laughs> ick just happens. Just we happens. can't help can't it. it. Yeah. Icky be icky sticky. He like, in this bitty. What'd he do? He asked if he could send me this music that he made. And for whatever <laughs> reason, <laughs> it gave me such a terrible ick, bro. I was like... Fuck. And I feel bad because I didn't even listen to it. And I ghosted the fuck out of him and I felt so bad. I was like, He was just trying to make it. That's I know. And like, I support people and their passions, but something about like, I don't want to fuck a SoundCloud rapper. I don't. Oh. I don't. Like, I got the ick so bad. I just stopped talking to him. <laughs> and it could have been a really good song, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. That's fair. Oh, I, feel I can't so relate shitty. to that at all. I know you can't. When I told you about it, you made me feel even worse for getting the egg. Because <laughs> I'm like, someone's literally sending you what they're passionate about. I and they're do it. making. I couldn't do it. I got a SoundCloud link and my oh. insides went cold. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, you turned frozen. I Elsa couldn't. moment. Oh, my God. I feel so That bad. is so sad. Like, it'd make my pussy wet if so. I was like, I will listen to your music, babe. I can't. I can't do it. Like, I know a lot of people don't fuck with SoundCloud rappers because it's just like. I was just yeah i don't say hey guys i have two podcasts i'm gonna listen to my podcast I I, do I wouldn't do that. that's true yeah you I wouldn't, wouldn't send that. the podcast no. link no i can't and this there have been times where i've talked to girls and they like seem interested and mm. it's like oh I, I have a feeling that definitely that's gonna throw yeah, them yeah that this podcast oh well, not even this it's just they told them like yeah like i i like doing podcasts i have a couple podcasts of my own i'm not trying to be like that you know what i mean like I'm not trying to be like, hey, look, listen to my podcast. Right. Like, but I think it's just because, like, giving men a microphone sometimes ends poorly. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, I think that's, that's the perspective yeah. that they're going with. That's true. Because, yeah, whenever I tell people we have a podcast, they're like, ooh, really? But if a man came up to me and says I have a podcast, I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, you hate like, your mother, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> <laughs> there are, there definitely have been now stereotypes and um, just this kind of image that, a guy with a podcast. Andrew has. Tate and, type well, that's Yeah, because they I, just think they know everything. Yeah, and I've talked to people too who like, oh my god, I want to start. I, ugh, I'm not. I'm gonna be real honest. I've talked to people before, be like, 
yeah, dude, I want a podcast. And I'd be like, you definitely should not. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, but hell no. Nah. Like, if you want to do it, sure, I'll produce it. You pay me, you talk yeah. whatever you want, you're paying me. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't care, but I'm going to be real. I don't know how well it's going to yeah. do. Yeah, or like some people are like, yeah, like, dude, let me be on your podcast or like, and stuff like that. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to look away. Yeah, I'll let you know. My schedule's kind of tight. <laughs> we actually are taking a break on recording. Yeah, we're taking this like seasonal break. Yeah. You yeah. had an episode come out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, mm, mm, it was just a season finale. I promise. <laughs> well, what's so. an ick that you've gotten before? A very specific ick. Hmm. I still feel so bad about mine. That's fair though, because it's like. There is that preconceived notion that, and there are people who fit that for exactly. sure. They're like, oh, you're that type of person. He's, just yeah. got, he's a very nice individual. I have nothing against him, but I was just like, my pussy just went dry. For real. No, I couldn't do it. I think an ick I have is if like I say I'm hungry or like I want something and they just either don't acknowledge it or they're just like, oh, like I'll be like, can we get some ice cream? And he'll be like... You can get ice cream. Oh, no, those I'm are like, fighting words. No, I'm asking <laughs> if we can get ice cream because I want you to have ice cream with me, right. too. You can go get ice cream. Motherfucker, you can get the fuck out my house. Literally. Or when you're like, um, do you want to come over? And they're like, if you want. I'm like, clearly I want your I'm ass like, over oh, here. Hell no, I don't want you over anymore. You need to say yes or no. I hate that. I never understood that concept. But I'll, uh, because it's out. like. Do you want do you want to come over? You're asking because you want them to come over and they're, they're like if you want. Well, like, there's there's also people I would say that have a genuine fear of being a burden, right? So there's people who who respond like that. And I used to be really bad with that. I'm a lot better with it now cuz I've talked to enough women to understand <laughs> that it doesn't work like that. But like I do understand the fact that like, you know, I don't want to be like, you know, if you don't want me over, and I know girls aren't very direct, right? So they won't tell you for straight up most of the time, right? So I don't. I, you have to kind of poke and prod to see if you actually want me to come over. And sometimes you're just like, well, do you want me to come over? I don't know. I don't know. If I'm like on like horny time, I'm different. But that's, yeah, and that's the other thing too because it's like that's the other vibe that you have to figure out because it's like if you're – if you want me to come over – why do you want me to come over? You know, yeah. like there could be like, you want me to come over and hang? Sure. I'd be like, do that. Let me come over and do other stuff. Sure. But like, that's another way to kind of feel out what the vibe is. Cause if they're like, do you want me to come over? They're like, yes, come over right now. I'm like, oh, okay. So you know what the vibe is there. I mean, if it's like after midnight, I'm going to assume you just yeah. trying to hit it and, yeah. you know, quit it. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I was like, do you want to come over? And they said, maybe I'd be like, no, never mind. Like, oh, I made plans. No, yeah, like, it's just, mm-hmm. I have rejection rejection sensitive dysphoria or whatever the fuck my therapist calls it and so like just say yes because if it's gonna give me anxiety if you're like maybe and then i gotta wait around like and i also have the tism so i gotta like i (laughs) work my whole day around certain things happening so like if i have to wait on somebody it gives me anxiety that's valid yeah so like i gotta set schedule yep Another thing I hate that gives me the ick is if, like, I look really cute and, like, I walk to see you and you're not, like, oh, my God, you look so cute. Because I'm, like, really, <laughs> bitch? Or, like, if I send you cute-ass selfies and you don't heart them all? That's really? true. Really? Okay, like, I get the selfies part. Like, 
I think I'm too much of a narcissist where I'm like, I don't need you to tell me I look good because I know I look good. But like, if I'm sending you pictures because I want you to tell me I look good, yeah, it's different if we're like we're pulling up to like see each other, like it's fine, whatever. But if I'm sending you pictures, it's like I want you to acknowledge how good I look. Like you ain't got to be up my ass and be like, oh my, like just be like, damn. <laughs> I need them to be on my ass. Like, well, yeah, it's nice oh from time God, to time. Like I'm not gonna so stop sexy. you. Mm, but I'm like, not, mm-hmm. it's also just like I'm sending these pictures for you. Ain't nobody else getting these pictures, you know? So. Besides my Instagram story and my Snapchat story. <laughs> but you get them first. Yeah, exactly. You get them first. You get to tell me which ones I should post. Exactly. You know, based on your reaction to them. But yeah, I really do get annoyed if like I'm feeling myself and they just say nothing. That gives me the ick. I'm just like, bro, why do you hate me? <laughs> I literally feel like that. I'm like, so you think I'm ugly? <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Or I hate when I post on Instagram and they don't reshare my post. Well, I would. I don't need you to reshare. I would just like for you to like like it. No, or, like, I want you to like, like comment, comment share on your story. Or I'm gonna be mad. Uh, maybe my expectations are low. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I would get the ick. I would rather you like DM me and be like say something. Like I don't need it all out there. Like, that's true. It's cute if you like put like a little emoji in the comments or something. But if you DM me on the side and you're like, damn, and you're blowing my shit up, then yes, I already know. You don't have to reshare it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need all that. Yeah, I do. Unless, like, we're in a connect, like, a relationship. Then I'm like... Okay, oh. that's true. But if we're not, like, if we're just vibing, like, I don't need you to do all that shit. But if you do that, then I'm going to assume you want to get married, you know? So. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. Um, no, you're not. No, I'm not. Um, but one of the things that I was just talking to you about was that I want somebody to take home to meet my parents like my family like it's very important for me to have someone i can take home for the holidays and like listen as you can see i like to write (laughs) so i like had to get it out of my system because i couldn't stop thinking about it okay don't don't make faces like that but um i was thinking about oh okay you're lucky that we don't have recordings like video recordings i would still do it i know you would (laughs) but just um i like the idea of taking someone home to meet my extended family for the holidays and then you are playing with like my younger cousins and then you look up across the room and you see me holding a baby and then for like a split second you start imagining what having a kid with me would be like even if it's too early into the relationship you're like oh i shouldn't be thinking these things but then you let the thoughts come back whenever you want like I want that type shit. But then you realize you brought a fucking psychopath home to meet your whole family. Three months later, you're like, oh, shit, sorry. I was just kidding. I don't think any of my partners have ever met my parents. Like, it's just, my parents are, like, all the way up here. Mm -hmm. Like, they are, like, I put those people on the pedestal because of how much I love them. So I'm only going to bring people to them that I feel like are not only going to respect them, but that they'll enjoy the quality of, too. Because... My father strikes fear in the hearts of men, so I can only bring so many people around. Yeah, I've never even seen your dad. He's a loving man, I promise. (laughs) That's how it is with me, but it's the opposite. It's my mother. My mother's the litmus test. Mm -hmm. My mom has scared away nine out of the ten of every woman that I've ever, she's ever encountered, Mm -hmm. and there was only one person that that did not happen, and that was my ex, so... That was my only, basically my only actual relationship. That like, did your mom like her? No, she, my mom loved her. Oh, okay. And that was the only one. All the other ones she hated. She's very, very, very protective that way. I hope this isn't not a, fun to deal with. a weird thing for me to ask, but I feel like 
you being a person of color such as myself Mm -hmm. was she a person of color the ex that you brought home no she was not yeah no it was surprising you're right 100% is 100% a factor if I brought home um, a Latina to my mom I she already has 50 points going for her if I brought up a black man to my father he would think I was playing a prank on him. Like, <laughs> he would not. Yeah. Yeah. So. But um, I get it. I have. Well, like I was in like middle school, like one of my middle school girlfriends. Ooh. Uh, she, she, funny enough, she was in high school. She was a freshman. And I was in, I was in eighth grade. We need to talk about that shit. You know, that shit pisses yeah. me off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was Mexican and I like my parents met her parents and that was, that was really weird because and not last long, but then it was like a middle school thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like my mom, she's the litmus test, just whatever. If I know that my mom would get along with her, mm-hmm. then that's like the ultimate green flag. Yeah. I don't know if my father would get along with anybody that I brought home, even if like they had the same personality. That man is so standoffish. No, there actually was one time when like he very quickly met my previous situation, whatever. Yeah. And it's because we went to like a pumpkin patch or whatever and he was dropping me off at home and um, he was bringing the pumpkins <laughs> up to my porch and I remember being so scared my dad was going to come out because I know my father and I know if he sees this white man standing in his front yard putting pumpkins, this Jehovah Witness putting pumpkins on his fucking porch, <laughs> he was going to say or do something. And I was at the car, so I was rushing. I was trying to get the fuck up to my stairs, and I see this dark figure walk out the house, and I was like, fuck. And I ran over. I'm like, hi, Dad, go back inside. And he was like, no, who's this? Like, who's on my front porch? I'm like, nobody, go back inside. Just go back inside. And he was like, no. Like, if you're going to bring somebody up to my house, like, I'm going to have to meet them. I was like, fuck. And I'm the type of person where I have to tell people, I'm like, you need to say hello to my father when you walk in, you know, thank him for allowing you into his space. Like, I'm very respectful of older men because of my dad and because of the religion we were raised in. Like, it is very much common practice to shake somebody's hand when you are meeting someone for the first time. I do that with everybody because how we were raised. Um, But (laughs) so this person, you know, my dad comes out and he's like, hello and I'm like shitting myself and this person's like hi what's your name I was like I'm gonna fucking kill myself and it's funny because me and my dad are the same person emotionally so we both made the same exact face where we both just was like, <laughs> like not a good evening sir not like any sort of like nothing like that he was like what's your name I'm like I, was, I literally I was going to shit myself all over was the front he like porch. like Mr. Lewis? He was like, Dennis. My name's Dennis. And he shook out, he stuck out his hand. And then, you know, they shook hands. And I was like, you should go. <laughs> Just leave while you still have the chance. And I was like shoving my dad back inside. I was like, we're not, we're not going to talk about it. And he was like, I could just tell on his face. So I never brought that person home ever after that. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm very specific about the people I bring home. And nobody has met my parents. That was the first time anything like that has ever happened. And I'm like, this is the worst fucking introduction. And they were so standoffish too. I'm like, this is not the time to like have some sort of like whatever. I Like we got back in the car when I was like saying goodbye. And they were like, I wasn't scared at all. Like that man doesn't intimidate me. I'm like, that's not what the goal is here. He Like chill the fuck out. Like I am my, my dad's first daughter. Mm-hmm. Never brought nobody the fuck home. Like don't i need you to just be polite and be Mm -hmm. respectful like this is not a 
who has a bigger chest type shit Mm -hmm. like oh my god that was really scary white people white people (laughs) that was some white people shit he's a quarter mexican though you think you could know better no nope um but i was gonna ask lorenzo what icks have you gotten with women before yeah so i (sighs) (laughs) i don't have very many i'm a very what's the word open person right like not open that's the word nor word forgiving i think (laughs) i'm a very forgiving person understanding um like yeah understanding that's a better word Mm -hmm. um but i definitely i I definitely have some and i talked about it last episode i think with the girl who was in the car yeah yeah okay yeah oh yeah she was being very aggressive Yeah. yeah Just well, first off, just in general, mm-hmm. I don't like people telling me what to do. Right. So, especially when like you know, someone I'm interested in is like telling me what to do. It's a complete turn off, right? Yeah, that's a no. I don't like that. Um, I want like a specific. Yeah, I'm, I want I'm trying to think something obscure. All right, you guys might not like me for this, but <gasps> oh, um, teeth. I, I again, it's it's. It's not that big of a deal. I don't really care. Like it, I've. Can you turn the light on? I feel like I can't see. <laughs> I've gotten past it before. It's like I, it doesn't like bother me to the point where like I won't talk to you or I won't do anything. I'm before. scared. What is this? This is just. Shit. It's very specific, Warsaw. and it's like. How do I explain it? I. What is <laughs> it? <laughs> this is why you guys like me. Fake nails. Yeah, really? I know, I know, I know. Like I, yeah. I feel like men are always asking to hang out when I get my nails done because they want their head scratched. Oh no, that's what I'm saying, and that's what like. I guess my. What I'm trying to say is like, I'm not like someone's like, oh, I want you. Like I like when girls have it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I could do without them, mm-hmm. but also they don't bother me that much, right? Are you like so a, you don't like like press-ons like or like acrylics? I don't know what the difference is. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Wait, so do you, do long nails give you the ick or what gives you the yeah, ick? It's, you it's... don't like when girls can be like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is exactly it. Um, that's one. And then I just thought of another one. Um, this is also like, this one's a little more than fake nails is, um. Septum piercings. Oh. Really? I like, I, Why? I, like, I just don't find them attractive at all. Like, huh. I think that personally, and again, I've, I've messed with girls who've had septum piercings. So, like, it, I don't, it doesn't, like, it's like a, like a It doesn't breaker. negate you, right? Yeah, right, yeah, but it's, like, I've definitely seen some girls where I'm, like, you would look a million times better mm-hmm. like without you know, it yeah but you know do your thing it's uh, you. me who used to have a septum piercing. me too i'm like oh good thing i took that shit out. no no it's a, and it doesn't like yeah Mine i just personally, personally oh yeah i, I never don't met like you it. with it no that was like a year before we met yeah i like i like nose piercings though. like nose piercings are nice like the hoops and stuff i, I fuck with that a lot but it's just that I did it because I'm a uh, fucking Taurus, and like bulls are known for having yeah, the yeah. septum piercing. Yeah, and because you're queer. I'm yeah. All queer people have, have a septum, septum piercing at one point in their yes. life. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think of any like situational stuff. Um, I can't. 
Oh, God. Okay, I thought of one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just blowing them out. Well, one that's, yeah, more situational is, like, <laughs> this is kind of mean. But I feel like all aches are mean um, to an extent. Yeah. When a girl tries too hard to be funny. Oh. And I could say that for I, girls and guys. Yeah. Like, I think just people in general who try too hard to be funny. Mm-hmm. And to the point where, like, it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, they probably are funny, but yeah. just not to your specific type of humor. Which, which, sure, sure. But what I'm saying is more of, like, a crowd-reading type of thing. I know right? what you mean. Like, it's not even, like, you're, what you're saying in your humor. Like, because, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. It's, you're just people, doing too much. Yeah. yeah. And, or, like, you're not reading what's going on. That's so you're not self-aware. Oh, that's it. Nope. <laughs> I found the ick. It's not even that. It's... So- the lack of self-awareness mm-hmm. that is probably ick number one for me mm-hmm. is a lack of self-awareness because there are people i'm my podcast co-host mm-hmm. he is my one of my best friends he is a lot better now <laughs> but he used to have an, an a pretty good amount of lack of self-awareness okay and like it'd be funny because me and him were close enough where like I'd point that shit out or like I'd just tease him for it and we would just have like a laugh about it but like yeah like that is definitely like a really big egg for me it's just like to the point where it's like just kind of cringy just to be around oh that just <laughs> that is bad that is no that's definitely that, an egg that drives me nuts but I feel like I don't know Especially like when I was like younger, I was that bitch because I was so desperate to seem like attractive to other people, and so I would go out of my way. Like I, it wasn't like a lack of self awareness, but I definitely like cracked a few jokes that like mm-hmm. weren't hitting, and yeah. it was like me trying to be the funnier one in the yeah. room. But it's not even like here. I'll give you another example. It's even more specific, right? Mm-hmm. You're in a quiet room, mm-hmm. like a waiting room or something, right? And the vibe is no one's talking no one's making any noise everybody's just chilling there on their phone or whatever right and then again this is very specific and it's really not that big of a deal mm-hmm. but like someone just like grabs a bag of chips and starts loudly eating a bag of chips in a space that's clearly everyone is like quiet mm-hmm. like that's that's no i literally that was one Try of the reasons one of the reasons why i broke up with my ex-girlfriend was because of her lack of self-awareness like i get what Mm -hmm. you mean because like we would (laughs) we would fucking go places for the first time right and i remember this happening way too many times and she would like go up to someone and start talking and then tell her 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 whole life story and this bitch has been through the trenches okay like i get it but she would like whatever shitty things were happening she would yep. tell a random stranger and i'm just like i would be sitting in the back like can we please leave like really? i'm so uncomfortable because they i'm being associated with you yeah. like mm-hmm. i'm gonna look fucking crazy if you're out here telling these people like yeah like i this happened to me and like my best friend just got killed in a car accident like that where is, where are we trauma dumping trauma is, dumping on strangers like absolutely oh my god like oversharing com- completely i hate that shit yeah, too because i'm like why are you telling them that they don't want to hear it you should like it's the it's the fact that you're associated with me (laughs) don't embarrass me when we're out in public like this but lorenzo what if that girl was just like starving hungry as hell and she needed some Some substance like she's like no okay no no you can open those bitches like quietly that's what i'm saying it's like it's like it's it's again not the end of the world but it 
I will notice and I will be like, ah, like you could have really? done this at a different time or Get done this it. in a different way where not every bitch in the room can hear you opening those like chips. Like a granola bar or some shit. Like a different like choice Like the of Nature food, Valley yeah. crunchy ass <laughs> mega crumbs yeah. all over the floor type yeah. granola bars. Oh my God. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. If we're talking like specific, just like random icks. Yeah, that's definitely one too. Is oversharing, oversharing. It just, it, like, I get secondhand embarrassment oh. too. Oh my so God, I yeah. can't. I will stop watching TV shows if someone's doing something embarrassing. I can't. I can't do it. That's yeah, why I hate like, reality oh. TV. Mm-hmm. So like, I definitely know what you mean. And if it's if you're being if we're out together, mm-hmm. bitch, you're putting my name out there too. Like yeah. we're together. No. I remember, I, I think I left her. Like, I ran to the bathroom <laughs> one time. Like, I was like, yeah. I can't do this. Yeah, that's crazy. And she does it all the time. I love you. <laughs> and it, at a distance. <laughs> distance. Another thing that gives me a major ache is when people talk shit about other people. I, I know that gives you hate that because oh I'm like, my God. I don't want to hear that, first of all. Second of all, if you're talking shit about other people, you're, you're going to be talking, talking shit, shit about, about me. Exactly. Third of all, you fucking have problems that you need to work on that you're projecting onto other people and i don't want to be around you because you're clearly unstable <laughs> yeah that's definitely <laughs> i'm laughing because i know what you're referencing yeah that's a big one for no sure. that is a big one especially if you're talking about someone that like you like you're like close friends yeah, with like you're such a snake ass fake ass bitch get the fuck out of my face like i get it like there's a situation happening mm-hmm. like okay event right but if it's like you're just constantly dogging on that person like why the fuck are you in their life yes, bro it's like okay you clearly don't like them uh... or even worse talking shit about something that they're doing that you've clearly have also done in the past yeah hypocrite I've had that hypocritical that so many times where like somebody like someone's talking shit about somebody else and it's like i literally can name three three times where you've done the exact same thing mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just when you see it, it's like having a mirror held up to you. Mm-hmm. When you see like other people are doing the same shit you're doing, it's just like it's like this weird tone deafness that yeah. just yeah. isn't reaching. Because it's like you don't like it about that person, but it's because you actually don't like it about yourself, and that's why you get so pissed at them doing it. Yeah, because you're seeing what you're capable of. Yep, and it's mm-hmm. like, mm. um, I wanted to talk about red flags before you get into a relationship with somebody, because I think that. That's like, cause I like to talk about the difference cause I feel like there's, everybody's going through everything when it comes to relationships. And I feel like girls like to know what they should look, not even just girls, guys, girls, people like to know what they should look for before they uh, like lean into the idea of like potentially pursuing something with someone. Um, so one of my big ones is like, if that person only wants to see you at night, baby, <laughs> I can promise you they do not see you that way. <laughs> uh, I even asked my brother yesterday, I think, or the day before, I was like, is there any surefire way to know if a guy's interested in you? And he was like, no. And if you try and figure out a way, it's usually a manipulative tactic. And I was like, I didn't even think about it that way. He's like, yeah, you just need to be straight up. Otherwise, just leave it the fuck alone. He's also a grown man. So, you know, but I was still just like, damn, I did not think about it like that. Like, you're right. Like trying to figure it out in certain aspects can be really manipulative. True, and it's like if you're trying to figure out if someone likes you or not, they don't like you. Because yeah, it's, it's not something that it's you usually would know. pretty obvious. Yeah, guys don't hide it. Yeah, we what well, we try to, but I feel like we're really bad at it. Mm-hmm. What's it, what does a guy do if he likes you a lot? Um, I guess I think it's what we talked about in the last episode it has everything to do what with what their love language is, right? If mm-hmm. you can determine what that is, and you see that they're doing that a lot. For example, like with me, I told you guys my love language is quality time. If I'm trying to hang out with you all the time, 
or not even all the time, if I'm putting in an effort to see you, mm-hmm. right? That's a pretty, yeah. It's a pretty, but it's a pretty, you know, easy way to see that. Yeah, I am definitely interested in you because otherwise, I'm not gonna care. Right. It's so funny because, like, I feel like one of my love languages is definitely quality time. But I am so afraid of rejection that I won't even ask you to hang out. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be the one that asks me. Otherwise, I'm not asking. Uh, and like, cause there's been so many times where I have asked and then it's just like, no, like I'm busy or no, like they cancel last minute. I can't do it. Katie does some bullshit. She'll literally invite someone else over and be like, mm. I'm well, like, just like, okay. Most of the time, cause I'm not inviting someone over that I like, like, yeah. Just wanna... Like if I'm just trying to fuck and like the one person I really want to fuck can't fuck, I'm going to hit up the old homies and be like, yeah. you trying to come over. Like that's me trying to get satisfied. Yeah. That's valid. But it's also just like, I have this weird thing where I don't like to assume people have feelings for me mm-hmm. just because of how I feel like they're emotionally reacting to certain things. Like, I'm the bitch where, like, you need to verbalize it. Say it to my face that you either like me or you want to pursue something with me or I'm going to leave it alone mm-hmm. because I don't want to be rejected. <laughs> I don't. And I think it's also kind of rude to assume that somebody has feelings for you just because, you know, they might be someone who just... That's just the way that they are. They could be like that with everybody. And I don't want to be, again, narcissistic and just like be like, oh, like you like me. Like, you have to tell me. Well, I feel like for guys, we have to decipher way more than for girls because we have to go through not, well, we have to like pick apart everything. And mm-hmm. sometimes it gets into the realm of overthinking and you get to this point where it's like, now I'm scared because I could be completely wrong and I have to go out on this limb and either just jump and make a leap or just teeter on that fence for longer until I can muster up the courage. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. Cause like, as much as I'm like, I'm not going to ask you to come over. If I like you, I will go out of my way to ask you to come over. <laughs> and, um, I don't know, but again, I don't want to be rejected. But I, I, I don't know, because I'm, I'm a very impulsive person when it comes to people I like. Like, I can't help myself. So if I'm asking, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, it might seem like I'm trying to hook up, but it's more like, I'm just trying to spend time with you. <laughs> I just want you to come over. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess it is confusing. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can be pretty confusing. confusing as hell out here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I feel like only the person only trying to see you at night or like only texting you in regards to like sexual things that's usually an indication where they see you or value you at so for the people out there who might be confused um if they're not texting you between the hours of like the morning time to like before 11 o'clock probably not take appointment take appointment material (laughs) um one of the other red flags that I listed was um, doesn't make the effort to get to know you. Because I'm like, I don't know. Like, there's casual conversation, and then there's a person who's asking you questions, like, about you, about your life, about, like, your passions. Like, people don't just ask that just for funsies. Like, they ask that because they want to know you. Um, so I feel like if they're not asking you questions, like, what's going on in your life? Like, what was your childhood like? Like, if they're not asking you intimate questions, I, I feel like they don't want something intimate to happen. Yep. Because uh, they just want to know you surface level because right, they don't that's like all they you need. like that. That's all they need. They might like you, yeah, but not like that. Yeah. But what about for people that like, because I, I will admit, like, there have been times where I don't, but I'm also still, like, genuinely curious and also nice enough to, like, you know, if I'm, if I'm just, like, hooking up with somebody, right, mm-hmm. and 
I don't really have feelings for them in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna treat you like a you know just like a piece of meat. Like I'm still gonna you know have a conversation with you. I'm still gonna you know talk to you and try to get to know you at some level. Um, but I definitely think that there definitely is like some sort of way to do that without making it seem like you're interested right yeah leading people on yeah Yeah. i guess what's the difference between leading someone on and just genuinely wanting to have some sort of connection with them because you don't just go around fucking yeah whoever i think you want to know about them i think it's the context like like i said like if this person's still only like you guys might have like good conversations but if you only have those conversations right like when you're laying in bed together then i don't know i feel like that's like Mm-hmm. an indicator and it's like are you going out on dates are you hanging out or are you only hanging and they're out asking you're me fucking? like what's your love life like right now like if you're like if they're like you know are you seeing anybody like are you going on dates like that'll be like okay you might be a little interested because mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out what my love life is like but it, it's context like mm-hmm. there's a certain quality of like questions a person will ask you if they have that real interest and then i don't know if someone just asks you like how your day was and that's just general mm-hmm. easy conversation and it's polite um one of the other red flags was how they treat people of your same gender. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. So do you want to hear a little story? Yes, of course. So when I was at work the other day, I was giving a tour, mm-hmm. and there was this guy that was just being so fucking disrespectful. And I thought that this man was dating this woman. And I find out that this is their first date. They met on Hinge. And I pulled her to the side. I was like, girl, like, how's your date going? And she's like, I really like him. I looked at her like, huh? <laughs> she was like, you don't like him? I was like, girl, he's not giving me good vibes. And she's like, no, no, I promise he's okay. Like, I like him. I was like, we'll see. So then we get to the portion of the tour where I'm talking about, like, the brothel oh, and like that's how you sex know. workers. That's how you know. Yes, he's laughing, asking questions like, are you a whore? Are you a bitch? With yeah. the divining rods? Yes, okay. he's asking the ghost with the divining rods, like, are you a whore? Do you get fucked a lot? I literally was looking. I was like, you were being so disrespectful. I took the rods away from him. And then I m- made sure to talk to this woman after the tour. And I was like, girl, I do not think you should be with this guy. By the way, he was talking about women and talking to spirits. And she was just like, no, like, I, I'm, I'm not going to go home with him tonight. I'm not going to sleep with him. I said, girl, this man is a walking red flag. And, like, I was being kind of rude to him because he was like, when I was on the stairs, he was like, you're blocking my way. I said, excuse me, I'm not blocking your way. You could just say, hey, excuse me, I'm trying to read that. Don't say you're blocking it. Like, disrespectful as hell. I was like, girl, uh-uh. Yeah. And I feel like if you have to defend your whoever you're saying to other people, that's a red flag. Yes, that is totally a red flag. If you're like, oh, they're like they're drunk or no, they're, no, they're just like this. that. Like that's just his humor. Like that's not funny. Is it forty five? Eighty five. Oh fuck! Yeah. Holy shit! We almost hit an hour and a half. Oh, I didn't. I, we still have so much to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, we keep going. I don't care. Okay, it's up to you guys. You want to keep going? Let's go for like 10 more minutes. Okay. Um, I'm tired. You are? I need to take a nap. Okay. We'll, we'll wrap up soon. Um, but yeah, no. How I feel like how a person behaves when they're drunk is, oh my God. Oh, yeah, that's so telling. One. Like a messy drunk, I already can't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. I can't. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like I, 
as I've said on the podcast before, I don't drink. And so like, I'm used to being the one that has to like take care of people like when they're fucked up. But like, if you, I don't like bitches that run. Fuck you. I'm not yes, chasing you. 100%. I'm not chasing you. Yep. Uh, especially cause I go out in heels. I'm not chasing you. Yeah. Uh, I don't like people who like sneak drinks when like you're told I'm like, Hey, like maybe you should stop. And they're just like, keep going. I'm like, don't be a fucking asshole. Like, don't be an asshole. And like people who just like look for fights, try and instigate shit. I'm like, you are not a child. Literally, people who fight when they're drunk, I'm just like, bro. Or like people who try to grab up on everybody else. <sighs> like girls and guys. I've seen girls who like, oh yeah, like just start going up to just random people, grabbing on dicks, bro. I've I've literally I've seen <laughs> I've seen know somebody who um she would get like crazy drunk and just start like dancing on random people mm-hmm. and on random girls too and i've seen like i've saw instances where like she was dancing on a girl and a girl was just like what the fuck is yeah i don't I was like okay now you're making people uncomfortable again it's like you're associated with me you're not gonna make me look like i'm a fucking dimwit yep. you're just not um but what was i gonna say oh yeah like that's part of the reason i've never gotten drunk because I don't trust myself. <laughs> I like, I don't know what I'm like. And I really I, don't think, I think you'd just be chilling. I don't believe that. I don't at all. How do you think you would act if you were drunk? I think if you got the right liquor in me, I would be a whore. <laughs> okay. And I don't want anybody to have to take care of me or like be in a situation where they have to be responsible for me. And that I will. Of- I don't care. I'll hang out with drunk Kaylee. I don't want to meet drunk Kaylee. I don't trust her. I do. And it's also because like, I've, I know I've videos of me when I'm high and I'm a fucking mess when I'm high. Well, those are usually two different things though, because when I'm drunk, I'm, I'm the most giddy and sociable. You guys have seen it. I'm the most giddy and sociable person out there. Mm -hmm. When I'm high, I am the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Literally. I took an edible last night and I just sat there and watched TV and just, I didn't, I couldn't move muscle because I was just That's so valid. Like, I went out to Chicago on Friday night, and one of my friends who sees me out a lot in Milwaukee, I was high as hell, so I was literally just sitting there, and he comes up to me. He's like, why aren't you dancing? Like, I've never seen you like this before. (laughs) I was like, because I'm high as hell. And he was like, okay, note to self, when going out with Caroline, don't give her weed. (laughs) I was like, yeah, no. I don't know. I feel like. I guess the highs are different too, depending on what strains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like when I look back on the first time I got high, I can laugh about it now, but it's also just like so embarrassing um, because I was a mess. And then also when I get too high, I start to talk like a baby. Like it gets really fucking weird. And I just, <laughs> I don't want to meet drunk me. If that's well, what I'm I like when I'm like, high. I feel like you do have to get to a point where you just have to find, because I will say Kaylee, a lot of people find that line mm-hmm. a lot sooner like i found my line in high school where i know if i surpass this i will be dead if i don't i'm chilling i'm having a great time alcohol doesn't taste good like it just i'm such a i'm such a fucking tourist i'm taste is so important to me so like the only time you'll see me like get relatively fucked up is like if i'm brave enough and i take like two shots uh of malibu not a Malibu. Oh. When I want to like have a good time, I'm drinking Malibu mm-hmm. and I can suck those things down and like take three of them and then I'm fucked up. Did I tell you about the time that I <laughs> when I was at the karaoke bar and I got the spins off of like two Malibus and I almost got sex trafficked? What? Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think you told yeah. me about that too. 
girl walked into the yes. bathroom she's like i see you in there pretty girl bro i thought it was i thought <laughs> it wasn't it was going home i called my mom i was like you need to come get me robin like i can't be here anymore but uh yeah so like if i want to have a good time i'm having malibu and pineapple juice but um yeah i just don't i don't want to meet her yeah i mean you don't have to if you don't want to but i'm just saying i would take care of you why don't we just get drunk here together in a controlled safe space because i know that i would i don't i know myself i just listen like i said i um what's the word my impulse control i feel like would just be fucking gone Mm -hmm. i feel like i would do very chaotic things um because there have been times where like I allow myself to get tipsy and I'm texting people I shouldn't be texting. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's everybody, Kaylee. That's exactly what I do. I, like, Not when, me. Well, when, when I, what I'm saying is like <laughs> your decision making and impulsivity, all that stuff does go out the window. But it's always, you know, if you get to the point where you still have some sort of self-control, but you can still feel it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's where it's fun. That's where you can teeter the line. That's I think that's that's where the hype is. I don't know. I think I just have a fear of not being in control of my body. That's es- fair. Especially like after like the trips that I've had with like weed and shit. I will say that like in the past, like all my worst stories and like when I was at my lowest is when I got really drunk. See, I don't need yeah, that in my and life. It was just like fucking up because I was just using it as like a coping mechanism. Like there's a lot of times in my life that I hate myself and it was when I was drunk as hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like I get acid reflux when I drink, specifically wine. And then if it's like clear liquor, like tequila or vodka, I just get the spins. And I'm like, I haven't ever got to a point where I'm like comfortably like intoxicated. Yeah. It just doesn't gel well with you. No. That's okay. Yeah. And also, full transparency, addiction runs in my family. So I just, I refrain from addictive substances because I'm already very much addicted to sugar. Like I don't need something else that's going to like fuck with me or like i'll become dependent on so i think my my mantra has always been like for me all of that stuff has always been uh, weed and um alcohol it's always been social aspects mm-hmm. and social settings i won't do that stuff unless it's in a social settings just to prevent me from being you know hooked on on weed and alcohol and stuff right to yeah. work for everything mm-hmm. but it's gonna work for those two for sure yeah that's just my fear just because you know when you see addiction in real life you're just like mm-hmm. that's enough for me and i feel like i'm also it's so funny when people are like oh you're straight edge i'm like that sounds way more metal than it is i'm just yeah. afraid <laughs> i'm just a scared little person <laughs> um yeah they're like you're square I, i'm like, like no not i'm just it, no. scared I'm uh, just saying you don't have to drink and smoke to be considered cool. Like, I think it's cool to be high on life. I, I really, that's my thing. Like, when I go out, it's because I'm high on the energy mm-hmm. around people. Like, yeah. that's enough And there's me. people who could do that. And it, I think it's all personality-based, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. If I, I could be, in, I'm good in social settings, obviously, if I'm, if I'm uh, sober. That's not the issue. It, it's just me, like... It's, I guess, what I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if, if I just want to chill and vibe with my friends and have a good time, I don't need substances to do that. I, yeah. Not at all. But I will say it does enhance a lot of time <laughs> because, again, I'm, 
I'm loose. And I feel... you're comfortable enough to pop that pussy on the dance floor. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I'm doing. Oh, my God. You're not wrong at all. I'm just imagining Lorenzo popping pussy <laughs> on the dance floor. Dude, I get down on the dance floor. You guys don't even know. Yeah, we don't. I want to see this. I do. See, I that's my thing. I feel like if I wanted to get, like, drunk, I want to be, like, surrounded by people. Like, I want to be at, like, a, a house party, like, having fun, you know? Yeah. But I'm also just, like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I'm a wine drinker when, like, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, it's like this much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Wine is dangerous. It just makes me fucking pissed at the world. Yeah, because <laughs> the last time that, like, I drank, drank was on my 21st birthday, and then I woke up the next morning and I had acid reflux, and it was so fucking gross. Mm-hmm. And it was because I drank wine all night, but I don't know. Um, I feel like we have to end the podcast talking about sex because that's what we do all the time. Yep. <laughs> so. Come full circle. Oh, okay. Sex with me, so amazing. Well, one of the red flags that I wanted to talk about was someone who doesn't prioritize your your orgasm. Facts. Baby, if you're not trying to learn my body, you're not trying to learn me. You mm-hmm. don't give a fuck about me. Um, and it's it's a very complicated thing for me personally because it's so funny because I'm the bitch that doesn't like when people go down on her. And so everybody's like, well, how am I supposed to like make you feel good if you don't want that? I'm like, there's other ways to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about learning what I like. And if you learn, then I know that you're putting in the effort to also know me. Yeah. Um, cause you know, your kinks are also very psychological and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, you want to get me off. There are ways to get me off. You just have to figure it out and put the patience and effort into it. Anybody else? Well, I think that's a very, it's, it's a very, everyone's different, right? Cause it's like, there's, people who only get off certain ways mm-hmm. um oh, there's people who get off very easily there's people who i know don't who haven't gotten off at all before mm-hmm. so it's like trying to explore that is i personally for me it, it's fun i think it's the fun part i think it is too like that's i feel one of the things that i wanted to like talk about on this episode of the podcast too is that as much as i like being a sexual person that's not the aspect of me i want people to admire the most if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. i don't want that to be the thing that brings you in into wanting to get to know me yeah that's just wrong but like it's something that i want you to see as like a positive Mm -hmm. once we start to develop something like i want you to see that sexuality and be like damn like my girl's freaky right like i don't want you to be like oh she's freaky i want to get to know her i want to be like oh i want to get to know her oh and she's freaky like it's a plus column not Mm -hmm. like a starter thing exactly yeah so that's one of a that's a red flag for me too like if you're only just trying to fuck with me because you know i like to suck dick then like (laughs) are you really trying to fuck with me are you just trying to fuck me and get your dick sucked right because anyone can suck it right like don't be in my face like oh i'm trying to get to know you i've had that happen so many times and people wonder why i fucking trust issues where like a man will be like i want to get to know you like let's hang out let's see each other someone that you know personally <laughs> uh <laughs> he's like i want to wife you up right like i want you i want to be a part of your life like, meanwhile he's just trying to come and i'm like damn like you like i would still suck your dick without you having to do all this shit it's like and I told him to his face last time I saw him. I was like, no, I don't want to fuck with you because you played all that shit in my fucking face. And he was so surprised that I even said it. I was like, I, 
what did you think was gonna yeah. happen that like we were just chill no motherfucker you played in my face yeah. for like a month and a half for no fucking reason like if you just wanted to fuck then just fuck me damn you ain't gotta tell me you want to like meet my parents like the fuck is that even for what manipulation you psycho you absolute <laughs> sociopath what is that for what do you gain like you don't need an emotional connection to fuck a bitch like I am very much, I will open my pussy. Like, I will. <laughs> like, you, like it's just not for everybody, but I'll open it up. So mm-hmm. it's like, you ain't got to do much. You know, if I'm attracted to you, that's usually enough for you to be like, I want to get to know you. I want to spend time with you. And then ghost the fuck out of me. I'm like, there's not been one time that that man has actually put his dick inside of me. I'm like, so what did you do all this for? Yeah. Like, we're, we're just wasting each other's time. And I told him, I was like, I don't fuck with you for that. And he's like, damn, like, you're... You're right. Try to be all fuckboyish. Like, I get it. Like, I'm a bad person. Like, mm. fuck you. Like, I, I don't. Like, it's not that deep. I'm just letting you know nothing's going to happen from here on out. Unless it's a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like telling shit to men like that. I'm like, you're mad because I have a little bit more self-respect. I was a little desperate back then. Now it's just like, you know, you showed me who you are. Move along. Move along. <laughs> I like just, the class. I love how much Lorenzo laughed about that. Oh my god! It That's it was hot girl summer, for, bro. For after the podcast, for sure. It was a hot girl summer, and just for no reason, wasted so much of my time. Yeah, that's stupid. And I remember I was pissed. That's the kind of thing that pisses me off. Don't waste my fucking time. Don't play in my fucking face. Because like I'm I'm so ready to commit to somebody, and it's like he's cute, you know, like. He's someone I can bring home to my parents. And so it's like for you to put these expectations out there for and like like it's not wrong of me to assume that something's mm-hmm. going to happen when you're saying to my face things are going to happen. And then you try to make me look fucking crazy because I assumed things were going to happen. Motherfucker, if I will get you a toy to fuck if you're that desperate. Yeah. I'm going to start I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to make a mold of my pussy and just sell it. Yeah, you should. I should. Let us know if you want that. We can make that some merch. Send those out with stickers and shit. Our pussies. Our pussies. Doesn't sound like a fun process to do, though. I've seen it. It's just a very intimate process. Like you need like three or four people. Oh. Yeah, and then like, have you have you ever seen how like? Okay, no. No. Have you ever? (laughs) Have you ever seen how like um celebrities or like singers get their like their in ears like the things that they so they just like spray like a like a like it's like almost like cock, like they put that all right. They put that in your ear to like get like the mold of it. It's the same thing with your vagina. Yeast infection central. I feel like it's probably safe. Probably not. We pussy. put rat poison in our pussy. And yet it works. Uh-huh. Anyways, I don't even know how long this is going for. We could obviously keep talking because I have so many notes. I had so many things I wanted to talk about today. We're at 100 minutes. Damn. Okay, we, we better have to shut go. shut the fuck up. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, an hour and 40 minutes? How the fuck did we do that? I thought People are not listening to this whole thing. Probably. No, I'll have to post clips again so people yeah. at least get an idea of what we're talking about. Um, but okay. Well, guess... we do have to cut that thing about murder, so... Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll have to cut a couple of things. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll just have to finish talking about everything else in the next episode, yeah. I guess. Because I have too many other things I want to talk about. But um, yeah, I guess that's it for today's episode. <laughs> Peace out, homies. Bye, guys.